Beth Damke. I'm Executive Director of Gateway to Science. Thank you very much for joining us today. We're here to talk about a nice story that's happening in the oil and gas industry. Hess Corporation donates, gives Bismarck Gateway to Science Center $250,000 grant to develop a new energy exhibit and back new STEM activities. Uh, we're being joined by Beth Demke. How are you doing today? Executive Director to the Gateway Science. How are you doing today? Sorry, I spoke too soon. That's all right. I'm, I'm doing great. Thank you. How are you? Doing well. I appreciate you coming on to talk about this. great. I call it the great example of capitalism because I love how a lot of these uh, big companies are giving back to the communities that they're, they're involved in. And what a great way for an energy company to give back than in the world of science. I, I agree with you. It's, it's a great way for the company to support community in the region um, and, and also to help with job force development. And I, I don't think a lot of people consider Gateway to Science in that pathway, but we, we truly are. We start from very young children um, and get kids interested in the world of STEM. You know, and we help their parents and their caregivers understand what some of those career possibilities can be. So when a company like Hess Corporation steps up and supports those efforts, it's huge. This is one of the ways of cultivating tomorrow's trades, tomorrow's skills. And I'm glad you brought that up because, in fact, I'll be in Watford City doing a roundtable discussion with high school kids because they're bringing a lot of these skills and uh, trade initiatives, if you will, into the schools to get them ready for the basically the new the tomorrow's jobs that are here today. If you, I mean, that's probably the best way to put it. Tomorrow's jobs that are here today. That are here today. And some of tomorrow's jobs that we don't know about yet. In you fact, know, and so a lot of it is developing those transferable skills and STEM skills are all about that. It's when, when you are STEM literate, you are much more prepared for what's coming next and that's, and that's really what, where that's what we're all about. yeah because that's that's what's happening i remember my last year of college they were making jokes that you know the people entered, entering computer science by the time they graduated college the stuff that they learned was already outdated that was that was a and, weird and that's dynamic true. the exact the exact science might have been outdated but the transferable skills that they were ga gaining were still applicable Right, and, that's, and it, was, it was shortly after that that STEM came out to where it was like a, a short period to where they started noticing that the technology was advancing too fast. But you're right, they did notice there was a core and these transferable skills that were there. And so uh, you started seeing more focus on that as opposed to, I think they broke them down into MIS, CIS, and all these different forms of technology that they're like, wow, the speed of things are just happening so fast. How do you describe STEM to somebody? Let's, you know, it's, um, I know it's science, technology, engineering, math, but there's a little bit more to it than that. Well, it's, it's seeing the world from a critical thinking perspective. It's, it's looking at things in a way as a problem solver. So, you know, to me, a lot of it is that engineering brain set you see a problem and you work through in a critical way to solve a problem. That's a lot about what STEM is. STEM then is, you know, then you get the skills to do all of that, to, to you know, apply those skills to solve the problems. But starting with that mindset of 
finding what is the problem, analyzing what it is. You try, a, you know, you design a solution, you try it, and then if it doesn't work, and most of the time it doesn't the first time, time, then you redesign. But it's all that critical thinking that goes into solving problems. That's what STEM's about. What kind of uh, activities? Uh, talk to me about the donation, the resources. Uh, what What are you guys going to be doing with this uh, donation? Well, twofold. Let's start with the outreach programming. So Gateway to Science has a program that we call Gateway to, Gateway to Science on the Go. It is a, a van filled with STEM activities that we take around the state. This year alone, we've been to over 60 different outreach programs. Um, and what Hess is doing for us there is 50,000 is going to help develop new programs and support that STEM outreach. Because there's a lot of folks in rural areas that maybe won't get to the Science Center here in Bismarck. So this is our way of making sure that our, our programming is, is accessible. So that's, that's really an important piece. Um, the other portion of the don donation, the 200,000, is going to develop oil and gas exhibits for our new science center. So we broke ground in early October um, on a piece of property just across the street from the MDU Resources Community Bowl on the campus of Bismarck State College, and that will be opening mid-2021, and it will focus on all of the STEM that's happening out in our state, making those, those workforce connections that we talked about earlier. So those oil and gas exhibits will help students to understand the STEM that goes into developing energy. You know, why do we need energy? How do we get it? How do we most effectively use it? And really reflecting North Dakota's all of the above energy policy. Let me ask you a question, how you're connecting with, um, I imagine there's a lot of kids that are coming through. And it's um, the exhibits are more geared towards children than they are adults. I get adults can, you know, get something out of it. But the, I imagine the initial presentation is a little bit more focused towards kids. Is that correct? I would say at this point in our current gallery, that's true. As we move into our new space and we have bigger and better exhibits, we're really going to be serving from preschool all the way through adult. And there will be experiences in that new gallery that all ages will relate to. Okay. The nice thing about hands-on is that when you're young and you approach a hands-on exhibit, you may just be excited about one piece of it. The bottle rocket, for example. The bottle goes up in the air. We isn't that fun. When you get older, you start to understand more about it. It's the same exhibit, but you, you bring more of yourself. There's, there's a different approach to it. So every time you approach a hands-on exhibit, you are learning something new and different. There are layers that occur. So the, the better our exhibits are, the wider a range of age we can serve with those. So that, that's the best way I can think of to, to explain how, you know, the difference between hands-on and maybe another type of learning. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you if there's anything that you're seeing that is engaging with the youth more than others and, and hands-on would certainly be something that would fall in that category as my, my son, he, he went, he started out at a Montessori school and a lot of that had to do with the hands-on learning approach. You know, they don't just count exactly. to 10. They actually feel the beads as they count 10 beads out. So it's a, 
It's an yeah. audio, a visual, and a kinesthetic. On, you could do that on a digital screen, but the tactileness of that bead experiment that you just explained is going to stick in the brain longer than something that they saw digitally. Without so, a doubt. I mean, there's, there's digital, it, it's important, there, there's lots of different ways of learning. But the hands-on, my experience is that it sticks with you longer. There, there's just something about that tactileness of manipulating something on your own that makes all the difference. So, so and, go ahead. Now, I was just going to say, we've, we've been doing this for 25 years here at Gateway to Science. I've been with the organization from the beginning. So I've actually seen how this works over the years and watched some of these students that have gone through our programs from the time they were very young, you know, all the way through high school. I've, you know, we've got kids that have gone to college that are having kids of their own now that, you know, um, so we, we've seen this growth happen, and that's, that's why I say when you approach a, a hands-on experience, experience, it's a completely different thing than any type of learning. I, I wanted to ask you, and I didn't want to, you know, this to get in, in any sort of conflict or, or political or anything like that, but it's, it's almost hard to these days talk in energy without people going there. The, the direction I'm going is more of where the disconnection happened. Um, a lot of, in, in a lot of the same way that people don't understand that, you know, hamburger comes from a farm, it comes from a grocery store. Uh, I think a lot of that's happening with energy. You know, you mentioned North Dakota, all the above. And that's, that, that, that is a very uh, open-minded way to look at energy. And that's not the case in a lot of areas. Um, a lot of, a lot of uh, kids today, they, they, there is a disconnect where, the energy comes from from the light switch. They just think it comes from the light switch. Um, STEM is a is an interesting way to try to reconnect with with children to kind of let them know about you know hey energy comes from a lot of different places. It's not just wind farms. It's not just fossil fuels. It's not just coal. Whatever it might be, there's a lot of different areas. Um, I, I agree with you, yeah. and, and we can do that in a non political way. It's all about the science behind it. You know, starting with, well, why do we need so much energy? Well, look around you. You know, you, you want your cell phone charged. You want to get from point A to point B. You know, we do far more travel than generations before us. We have, we have a lot of energy needs or, or wants, for that matter. But so let's start with that. Then how do we get it? Where does it come from? There's lots of different sources. How do we then use it? most efficiently are there some that are better than others in some circumstances there might be but there's no one silver bullet best energy source no there's there's really not and where i see this stem coming in is a great way to reach kids to explain that and i don't know if it's being done or what but when i see something like this uh 250 and the reason for the conversation a two hundred fifty thousand dollar grant from uh hess corporation to Bismarck's Gateway to Science Center. And, you know, when, when you start going with your mobile outreach and, and some of these things, um, is, that, is, I, I don't, is that part of the discussion at, at all? I mean, is Hess just donating this to donate it? Or is, there, is the idea that, you know, at the end of the day, the kids are going to understand that, you know, energy comes from a lot of different places when the light switch comes on? that's one of the reasons why an energy company would support what we're doing is because they appreciate the approach that we're taking in educating 
children and the general public about where their energy is coming from and how best to use it. Um, you know, and it, we're going to go back to that whole thing about what is STEM. It's all about critical thinking. When you understand the science that you're dealing with, you can make better choices and you can have a better understanding. If you're listening to things that maybe are not true or not completely science-based, then you, you may not be making the best critical choices. Yeah, that's, and it's, it's, um, it's a challenge these days. It really is. And like I said, it's, it's too, it reminds me a lot of the egg industry. Like I said, when, when the detachment came, when supermarkets kind of became the new mm-hmm. place for your food and the farmers went, Hey, remember us? <laughs> and, yes. and, well, and we have the same conversations with those supporters of ours that are in the ag industry and those that are in the medical industry and those in the transportation industry. So all of this, it, you know, the science that's happening out in the world needs to be presented in an unbiased manner so that people can say, okay, now I understand the scientific principles behind what, what is going on here. I, I now get it. So talk to me as we wrap up here uh, about the energy companies. Um, this Hess one, one more time, is kind of a recap. Any other ones that maybe were recent that you might want to mention? And, you know, kind of give yourself an opportunity to explain to other energy companies that are listening or industry in general why someone like Hess would give you $250,000 and why you guys need this. Go ahead and give yourself a plug. Well, thank you. Um, Well, we are doing some really great work here in the area of STEM education, Um, both what we're doing physically now in our current building and our outreach program across the state. But what we really need in order to expand those programs is our new facility. Hess saw that as an opportunity for them to support what they value as well in STEM education. And I believe that most energy companies in the state have have a very similar approach to their um, support of STEM education that you know, they see it as a workforce development opportunity. They see that their workforce should come from North Dakota and the children that are, are being educated right here in the state. Um, they're much more likely to stay here if they've got a good job that they know they can get to. And um, you know, that's part of where, what Gateway to Science is doing along that pathway of, of developing kids for careers. Any final thoughts as we wrap up here? Well, we really appreciate the support of, of Hess Corporation and, and all the others that have, have jumped in on our capital campaign. We'd encourage others to reach out to us if they want to learn more about our project and, and about the work that Gateway to Science does. 